Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Yeah! I don't, look, you know what I'd like, Al? More than anything, I'd like to not hear Adele for, like, forever. I mean, not that I'm anti-Adele, but it just means that Chris is swimming in other people's misery and enjoying the losing. And I just I just don't need to hear her for a while. How about that? Why do I not see Chris, <clears throat> but I see Chris with a smirk on his face as he's <laughs> right. putting together that open? Right. You know? Just that, that that's sly this. smirk of, <laughs> yeah, that's uh, that's a good weekend. Um, first of all, <laughs> No, we are we are basically a lot of Adele fans out there. We hit a certain demo. I've said this before. <laughs> Typically, the audience used to be men 25, 54. Maybe it skews uh-huh. a little younger. Maybe it skews a little bit older. I just think we're more of a 18, 25 female. That, I think that's yeah, our clearly. audience. That, yeah. That's clearly our, our, our sweet spot along the way. I do agree with something you said there. You are officially the cooler. You come to one game at SoFi Stadium, and the Rams put up their worst performance of the season, so... I mean, that's that's really not even anything other than science. You are 0-1 when you go to the Rams game, so please stay away from this point forward. You know what's funny? In the beginning of the game, first quarter, um, when uh, when Stafford was just kind of in a what felt like a turnover machine, right? Like yeah, he just yeah. was – he was feeling good about himself, throwing uh, interceptions while he's in the end zone and started taking a safety and throwing it to absolutely nobody. I could see out of the corner <laughs> of his eye, he looked up towards me. And I think there was I think there's something about <laughs> I think there was something about that. I think there's something about the because I was there and uh you know Matt Stafford and the Rams decided to just play by the way, I'm or, I've already watched enough bad basketball through the first ten games. <laughs> what I didn't need to go see yesterday was go walk into SoFi Stadium and then see just a uh, a performance, arguably their worst performance of the season. I just yeah, happened oh, to be a part of that. No, arguably about it. It absolutely was. What did uh, What did you think of SoFi? So you so here's what happened. Just so okay. people understand. Yep. Kirk and I are doing the pregame show. We're having a nice time and we're having a conversation with, you know, the people. Aeneas Williams, the Hall of Famer, came over. We had a nice little uh, interview with him along the way. It was all good. And then Slee came up and you were in a good mood. Hey, Trav, good to see you. And there was an, an in person and ask Slee. People were coming and asking where you were like they do every week. I say, he's right there. And then you just disappeared. You're like, okay, Trev, see you later. And then you just kind of floated off into the night, and I never saw you again. Okay, so Did you enjoy your experience? Did you just yeah. go home from that no, point? What was no. it? <laughs> that was it. I went. <laughs> I paid $80 for parking, and then I took off. I paid 80 to come say hello. And yeah, then, what sort uh, of interest rate did you get on your loan to pay your parking? Was well, the, I'm, I'm on a conference call. Actually, I'm missing the show starting at 11 because I'm still trying to figure out how to, how to cover that parking. Um, yes. Okay, so what, this is what I did. I got there probably around – 3.30 or so, so I mm-hmm. felt like I kind of gave myself a good amount of time. Big shout out, Brad Wallace, Wallace Firm, uh, not just a friend, has been a partner of the station for a long time. He invited me to the game, so he had a ticket for me. He tried to get me to go to the Lions game, but I think I told you that there was a Lakers game that night. I'm like, how the hell am I going to do this? Yeah. So yesterday, day off, completely chill, 3.30, 
uh, park, give out. Um, I say, hey, can you put $25 on this credit card? And then let me just let me move some money from this checking account real quick over Need to, to – move a little money around. Yep. Just give me a second. Yep. And then can I personally Venmo you 40 And then <laughs> – and then here's a hand. Here's a handful of change in my in my uh, uh, cup holder, and I think we're at sixty seven dollars. So I was only thirteen short. Okay, so get to get to SoFi, um, bro. When we went, I don't know how to properly explain this. When we went, we did our little spots that we were doing. The ones that run during the Rams games. Yes, I've seen them. They're yes, great. Yes, correct, correct. Um, that. Like, I kind of felt like, oh, well, I've already been there. Like, I saw the place, right? Like, I, I got to add this vision in my head. I, I kind of can't describe what the hell the game was like. I mean, just being there, I, I spent probably – when I came in, when I came and, uh, you know, said hello to you, I left and just kind of did a full, like, let me see this whole place. Let me yeah. see with all the fans there, with the – you know, the Jumbotron, everything else going, all the screens at SoFi Stadium. They, they got different promotions going on, this car there, all this stuff. Let me just kind of – let me let me feel this for a quick second. <laughs> so I did a full little, you know, walkthrough. But once you sit in your freaking seat, it, it's I, – I don't know how to really describe it. Like, I can't stop looking at the board. Yeah, I can't stop looking at the board. Well, it's so big, the scoreboard you're talking about. It, yeah. It's so big, and you really, no matter where you look, you're looking at it. It just takes up your entire field of vision. It's that big, and I'm always struck, and I've been very lucky, and I've gone all these games so far this season and been in there a handful of times prior to the season. I, I just can never get over how grand it is, how big it is, yeah. that it goes up so high and it goes down so low, down into the, the bowl that the stadium itself is set in. That, and by the way, there were another 75,000 people there last night. It's just an incredible environment. It is so loud. Unfortunately, the game itself last night was just lousy. They, they were not good. ESPN Radio is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. All guests appear via the Goodyear hotline. As always, we encourage your participation on the Travis and Sliwa show on the Dr. Pepper call-in line. ESPN Nation, presented by Dr. Pepper, college football's back. So are the fans. Return to glory with Fansville by Dr. Pepper, the one fans deserve. Um, it was funny, Slee. So last night we were doing the post-game show, and I was oh, you know, how are you going to make this Jared Goff's fault? And how is this, you know, what are you going to do to cover for Matt Stafford? And this, that, and the other thing. Look, they, they were bad. Matt Stafford was worse than that, whatever whatever you want to characterize throwing back-to-back uh, interceptions on two consecutive passes, something he had never done in his entire career. So, oh, see, that's Matt Stafford. Well, actually, no, that's the first time that that's ever happened in his entire life where two consecutive passing attempts ended up as interceptions. But there are no excuses. There is no spin. The Tennessee Titans are really good, and they came into SoFi Stadium last night and gave the Rams the business. They pushed them around. They were the more physical team. They were the more competitive team. They were the more disciplined team. They were the team that didn't turn the ball over as many times. The, the Titans were just better than the Rams last night. Yeah, I, I, by the way, there was you know part of this where it's okay. Really cool experience. Finally, you sit down and you're like, okay, awesome. Now we're going to watch two teams go at it. The you know, Listen, I, I know there was a lot of wind taken out of the sale. Derrick Henry not playing in the game. Mm-hmm. So, um, Miller didn't play? Immediately, people are going to think, okay, well, the Rams are going to just handle the Titans. Titans, from the start to finish, controlled that game. And I, I, I think it's I think it's interesting because, you know, it's you, you always say this. It's not losing. It's how you lose. Mm-hmm. Well, how did you lose? What does it look like? What is it? Is the game close? Is it 
Uh, did it come down to a missed field goal? Was there, okay, a couple errors here, this and that? Rams looked sloppy. Rams were, you know, like you were mentioned, the, the two, I mean, before you even blinked, Stafford had pretty much spotted 14 points to the Titans, right? Yep. The penalties looked like a team that was, um, it just didn't look like Rams football from the beginning. So I know there's a lot of questions about just in general, who's the squad in the NFL? And I don't think you walked away yesterday saying, you know, really having much of a clearer picture. But maybe the Titans are just that much better than people have maybe give them credit for. It's easy to look at the AFC and say, oh, well, the Buffalo Bills, are the Chiefs going to come back? You kind of point towards other teams. This is without Derrick Henry. They dominated the Rams on national television at SoFi Stadium. And um, I, I, I would... I thought it would be a good game. I did not think that from start to finish the uh, the Titans would dominate. Okay, so see that's the word that I have a little bit of trouble with is is domination. They, let me yeah, get they, let me get it out there again. Yeah. Domination. <laughs> I don't know if it was that. They were certainly better. There, there's wasn't no question game. about it. There was no point where you didn't feel uh, like there was a game. Well, I don't know about that. I don't know about it. first of all, let me let me let me start with this. Tennessee is really good. Here's their last four wins. They've won five in a row. It's the longest yep. winning streak in the NFL right now. They've won five in a row. But their last four games have come against the Rams, the Bills, mm -hmm. the Chiefs, and the Colts. Those mm -hmm. are all three very good teams. And one, yeah, the Colts are kind of, they're, they're a little back and forth. But Tennessee is really good. But what they're really good at is knowing who they are. They're not going to go out there and score 40 points. They're not going to go out there and do, and track meet it up and down the field the way that the sure. Rams would like They'll to play do play to their strengths. They're going to mm -hmm. muddy it up. It's going to be a little sloppy. It's going to be a little physical. It's going to be one of these things where one turnover makes a difference, a penalty makes a difference, and the Rams did all of those things. They had 12 penalties last night. <clears throat> Excuse you almost me, started 12? crying. You almost yeah, you very started crying. <laughs> I, I don't think I've ever seen you so emotional. I'm emotional. It's it's you know it was a, it was a tough night for me. The espresso machine was broken. Oh, the, that's the, a whole the, different the, story. The whole night got off to a really weird start. That it just it wasn't really happening for me. But they they did exactly what they do. They you look at it. The Rams had more yards. The Rams had more plays. The Rams uh, had more passing yards, more rushing yards, more first downs. All all of it. And it wasn't. And to your point, it wasn't close. <laughs> there was never really a time where you thought the Rams were going to win the game. There was a, in, into the early part of the fourth quarter. You thought the Rams, if they get hot, all of a sudden yeah. they got yeah. a chance. But you're you're right. They never really felt like they had a chance to win the game. And for the reason that you mentioned, Matthew Stafford had two interceptions that were what the hell is going on around here? Yep. In interceptions, the one in the end zone was. I mean, I. I I know that I'm the guy that always brings up Jared Goff, but it was one of those. I don't even think Jared Goff would have done that, where you're getting spun around and dragged to the ground in the end zone. Look, play's over. It's a safety. Take the two points, kick it away, and let's keep it moving. You just don't throw the ball into the middle of the field. You, I mean, that, that was insane, and obviously a very easy interception. They run it back to about the two-yard line, and then about a half second later, boom, they're in. Um, they go back out on the field. They get the ball back pick six to Kevin Bayard, and all of a sudden the game is, I don't want to say it's over, but now you've put yourself in a situation against a really good team where unless you get a little lucky along the way, you're not coming back from that. That that was the Matthew Stafford that Lions fans couldn't get to their phones fast enough to send me, you know, see, told you, told you, told you. He was terrible. There's, there's no two ways about it. He had a terrible, terrible night. They've played nine games. He's been terrible once. 
So everybody needs to calm down a little bit. We'll see how he looks Monday night against the Niners. We'll see if he bounces back and does well in a primetime game, bounces back against a team that, at least in the last few years, has given the Rams some trouble. But this idea that all of a sudden the Rams are dead in the water, that nothing take it easy. They're 7-2 and two through nine games. They're still one of the best teams in the NFC. They got their butts kicked last night. It happens. Look at the look at the day yesterday. Dallas loses to Denver. Buffalo, Buffalo loses, loses to Jacksonville. To Jacksonville. Yep. It's one of those days. It, as far as bad losses go, that's not a bad loss. Tennessee is seven and two. They're a really good team, and they put it on you. That's I mean, it, it's a disappointing loss, but I don't think it, it's not like losing to Jacksonville or to the Denver Broncos. So it's not. It's not like it's not the equivalent of that. But you, I mean, I, I think maybe the right word to put here is disappointing. Yeah. Uh, they walked into a Sunday night game. No Derrick Henry. Uh, SoFi Stadium rocking, you would have thought, hey, it's just a better performance. You said something about the two interceptions that he threw. Early on in that game, it felt like – so they got to Stafford a couple times, right? They sacked him a couple times. All of a sudden it felt like – all of a sudden it felt like – I don't know if, you know, how much of that stays in Matt Stafford's head as the game progresses, but you can tell there was at least in that, you know, first 12 or first 15 minutes of the game, Stafford wasn't comfortable. And the two picks that he throw, I don't know if that has to do with the fact that um, he was dropping back in that first drive and getting sacks, or at least the times were putting a lot of pressure on Matthew Stafford. Either way, I don't want to, what I don't want to do is this. I think you're right about the, they're seven and two through nine games. They're a really good football team. They lost to a really good Tennessee Titans team, but that does not mean. And I think this is the you know this is the part they were incredibly disappointing yesterday. They really were. I mean, they were underwhelming on national television. They had a chance, and whether listen whether the record's eight and one, I guess you're just kind of keeping pace with the Arizona Cardinals. Um, I don't think anybody would have thought if I'd have played out a couple different scenarios for you, if you would have thought they're down pretty much two scores the entire game, and that's that's kind of how the game went. Yeah, it was. You mentioned it. the The Rams had only given up four sacks to Matthew Stafford coming into the game yesterday, right? They, and they got him five times yesterday. Mm-hmm. So it was the, the Ram offensive line really struggled a little bit along the way. I want you to listen to Andrew Whitworth here because he was asked the question afterwards. And look, just the eye test out. You watched it. I watched it. Rams fans watched it last night. It felt like the Rams were out physical last night. Here was Andrew Whitworth's response. Uh, I think if you went back and looked at those plays, uh, especially early, some of those were what I would call uh, the ball still sitting back there and nobody's open down the field and kind of late. I think he had one good rush there at kind of late second quarter where I thought he'd just beat a guy up front. Um, outside of that, I mean, we we're running the football at a pretty good tick, which would be more the physical part of the game. All right, so look. I get what he's saying, and you're going to have to wait a really long time before you hear an offensive lineman say, yeah, they pushed us around. That's just not something that they're comfortable saying. Slee, you watched it. I watched it. They got pushed around up front last night. You saw David Edwards. He got walked back to the quarterback a couple of different times. That That's just that's a bad look. When the other guy just puts his hands on you and moves you wherever he wants to move you, you got out physical. It's not even just the, it's, it's not even just the offensive line. The, the Rams got – out physical all day yesterday, right? Like it's not just that part of the um, – it's not just watching the offensive line. It's just kind of looking at a game overall, the full 60 minutes. If you – they flexed on the Rams, and the Rams didn't really have an answer. Now, uh, maybe the Titans are unique in that sense, that there aren't too many teams that play football like that through 60 minutes. So that might be one positive for the uh, for the Rams, but they did. They got – they got pushed around, and it wasn't just on the offensive end. It was on both sides of the football. 
Well, you talk about that they didn't have an answer. I wonder if they did, but they just didn't want to use it for whatever reason. Because I saw something last night that was working that they just seemed to go away from. We'll get into that next. It's Travis Lee, 710 ESPN. Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. It is a million-dollar Monday, Slee, and I wonder if after what we saw last night, because usually when we get our winner, they've been picking the Rams. They've been putting the Rams in the Super Bowl with their prediction. A lot of Buffalo Bills in there as well. That's right. And mm-hmm. I wonder if maybe we don't see a little Tennessee Titan action with our, our winner today after what we saw. What a weird uh, weekend in the NFL. What Fair. a weird weekend. I mean, you just kind of you walk away scratching your head. You know it's kind of comical, the AFC West. <laughs> Five and three has you atop of the AFC West. Uh, KC is now, uh, I think, a half game behind. Denver is right there as well. 5-3-5-3-5-4-5-4. I want to say that's the, that's the record in the AFC West. And, and there's just there's no team running away with it. I mean, Arizona's got the best record in the NFL. Would you put all your money on the Arizona Cardinals that they're going to go out and win a Super Bowl? It's just it, it makes – you know, we, we actually did this last week. Remember we were talking about um, how the NBA just does not have this you, – you can walk into a season and – you know, you feel good that there half the amount of teams are going to be recycled, and there's a new half coming into the postseason. This is what makes the NFL so fantastic. Every single week, anybody can beat anybody. The the gap between the very good teams and the very bad teams is not that big, mm-hmm. and and we saw it yesterday. And then you get two good teams like the Rams and the Titans yesterday, and one team plays really well, Tennessee. One team plays very poorly, the Rams, and you get a lopsided game. If, if those two teams played again, I don't think it goes like that. Now Tennessee might win again. But sure. I don't think it goes like that because I don't think Matt Stafford just spots them 14 points the way that he did. I don't think you're going at Stafford enough. I need the same energy you go at some of these other people to go at Stafford a little bit more. I, I said he's played terribly. I said he okay. spotted him 14 points. I mm-hmm. said that not even Jared Goff would have thrown that first interception. What more would yep. you like? I don't know. What just not enough. I, let, let me, <laughs> here's all I'm asking. I just want, throughout the show, I want mm-hmm. you to take a shot here or there at Stafford. Just <laughs> Listen, no, I'm not going to do just that. Just a shot here or there seven at Stafford. And two. That's good. Seven and two is good. That's what I'm saying. I, that, not enough energy. <laughs> yeah, I'll do my best. I'll I'll see if I can get my energy up there. Very I don't quickly. need you to. I don't need you to say all that and then in parentheses put their seven and two. They are seven and two. I didn't. I know, make but that doesn't that doesn't help. That doesn't help what I'm what I'm looking <laughs> doesn't, for. Doesn't doesn't get what you want. I understand <laughs> that. I understand that very quickly. So doing pregame yesterday, people came by looking for you, Slee. Lots. In fact, one guy came by and had an ask Slee on his phone that I insisted on taking a picture of. You want it right now or you want to save it for Ask Slee in about uh, uh, it's your call. minutes? Your call. I think we'll save it. I think we'll save okay. it. But thanks to everybody that does come by and stop by and say, hey, I love listening to you and Al together. We had two different Alex's come by. Uh, Malia and her dad, Tom, were at the Hollywood Park Casino last That's night. Awesome. Shout out to them. Malia's an Arcadia Apache like myself, so we had a nice little conversation. Jonathan, Mel, Paul, all of you guys that came by and said hello uh, yesterday, it, it really does mean quite a bit, so thanks for that. That setup is solid. Right when yeah, you walk in, there's you and Kirk doing your thing. Amanda was there yesterday too. What a great setup you guys have! It's kind of uh, I don't know, Trav. You you uh, it's I literally feel like it's that's your home. Like I felt like I was walking into your house and <laughs> it's pretty nice hey, thank house. you for having me. Um, <laughs> 
Uh, Look, where's the restroom? <laughs> yeah, well, the coffee machine was broken. I apologize for that. Uh, this is from Big John, and mm-hmm. it kind of gets us to where we want to go here. I know it's an Ask Slee Day, but my question's for you, Trav. When will McVay start taking some heat for some of these bad Ram losses? Mm-hmm. The two good teams the Rams played at home, Titans and Cards, destroyed them. Only good team they beat this year was Tampa Bay. Okay. Um, I, I think that's an interesting observation, and that brings us to our Straight Talk, brought to you by Straight Talk Wireless. Straight Talk Wireless, no contract, no compromise. Um, the Rams were able to run the ball last night. Daryl Henderson, you, you look at it, and he only had, I think, his 55 yards, which is not a ton, but he had 55 yards on, on uh, 11 carries. Okay, that's five yards a whack. Hmm. That's pretty good. That, that's effective. And when the Rams were running the ball early in the game, the Rams were moving the ball. When the Rams even came out in the second half, when they would run the ball, and I know that they were chasing points at that point, so you don't have a ton of opportunities to run the ball, but they were able to run the ball. And we've heard Sean McVay after, you know, that, this one's on me. I need to do a better job. I need to do a better job of putting us in a position. The, the usual Sean McVay, you know, speech that he gives yeah. after yep. the Rams lose the game. I, I, I kind of am starting to wonder if we shouldn't believe him when he says some of those things. The Rams were able to run the ball yesterday, and I keep coming back to look at what's happening with the Chiefs, right? The, the, the Chiefs' opponents are forcing them to do the thing that they don't want to do, which is take little bites, little, little bits and pieces, short underneath passes, and just kind of chip your way down the field as opposed to hitting home runs. The Rams like big plays. The Rams like to throw the ball down the field. They like to get those guys in open space in the middle of the field, and that's been taken away from them, at least it was yesterday, and yet they kept trying to do it. They kept trying to do it, and I just wonder, look, Sean McVay, is one of the best coaches in the NFL. If there was a coaching draft, he'd be off the board in the first four or five picks. Mm-hmm. Okay, that Most teams would trade their guy for Sean McVay straight up in a heartbeat. But there does seem to be a, now I want this to, I want to do it the way that I want to do it. I want to do it by throwing it. I want to do it by throwing it to this particular guy. I want to do it to, by throwing it in this particular situation that I'm not just going to do what's available to me in the moment, i.e. the running game. I want to do it through the air and not that he – it's not stubborn. I don't know what it is, but it does seem that there's something that prevents them from just doing the thing that's working because it wasn't part of the plan going in. So let me say this. As much as we compliment Sean McVay, that's not a good trait. That's an awful trait. If you're not – you know, if there is – and I think stubbornness is the right word. No, we're going to win, and we're going to win the way I want to win. How about you just win, whatever it is, right? And if it, it means uh, – I'll use as an example yesterday, Tennessee's game plan might – might have changed as the game flowed. Okay, hey, this is working for us. Let's continue to do this. I didn't think this was going to be the strategy tonight. I know, like like you said, they spotted 14 points before you even blinked. You're down 21-3 at halftime. I mean, there's there's a lot that changed once you got to halftime. But I, I think that there's something there because you've mentioned this before on Sean McVay. If the running game is working and the running game could potentially just get enough Titans – a little bit closer to where they're paying attention to, okay, hey, guys, they're getting four or five yards a run here. we got to kind of focus on that. Let's kind of control that portion. That might mo- open it up for Matt Stafford, and then, you know, everything else. Now you kind of have you have exactly what Sean McVay wants, which is to throw the ball, throw the ball downfield, and just kind of put as much pressure as he can. I, I, that That bothers me to hear that's twice that you've said that, where it seems like McVay, instead of making the right decision – well, no, no, I, I get it, but I'm still going to do it my way. That's Chad, that doesn't concern me about week nine. It concerns me about week 17, right before the playoffs start. Could that be the difference of you having another game at SoFi? 
it concerns me about decisions in the postseason if you're playing a certain way. Let's just say hypothetically here. You know, the, the Rams didn't gain ground yesterday. The um, the Packers lost yesterday, right? So you were hoping to kind of gain a little bit of ground. What are the, A Dallas loss yesterday. You were hoping to gain a little bit of ground. Just hypothetically here, if you're playing a road game in Green Bay in the postseason in January, you might not be able to do it the way you want to do it. You might not be able to throw the ball down the field uh, 50 times within a game. That So that little piece there that you've brought up a couple times I think is a great observation. Yeah, it's just something that kind of always just nags in the back of your brain. Just like, hey, why don't – look, they're, you're getting five yards every time you give the ball to Daryl Henson. Why don't we just keep doing that? Why don't we just keep doing that until they take that away and then we can open it up again? I mean, Cooper Cup had 11 catches last night for nearly 100 yards again. Do you remember any of them? I don't. And, and, no, and look, they were I, not impactful. Just, not at all. There, there just weren't those moments. I, if you would have said to me at the end of the game, how many passes do you think Cooper Cup caught? I was like, I don't know, four, five, maybe tops. He had 11. And it just seems that they just keep pushing the ball. And look, Real. he's a great player. Mm-hmm. The, 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 this is, I, I, I want to keep doing this, despite you accusing me of not bringing the energy with this one. They are 7-2. and two. They are going to go to the playoffs. They are mm-hmm. one of the better teams in the league. They played mm-hmm. badly last night. Matthew What'd you Stafford, think of Stafford last night? Particularly, he was terrible. He was terrible. He, Slee, did you not hear what I said? I said he did something that Jared Goff wouldn't have done. Is there is there a more a sinister comment than that? Did hey, dude, Jared Goff wouldn't even have thrown that Bro, ball. Relax on Stafford. Jeez, they're seven and two. <laughs> Let's try our first phone call of the day on the Dr Pepper call in line. Let's go to Simi Valley, and I'm going to guess Joe. Joe, you're on with Travis and Slee. What's up? Job, J-O-B. Job, my bad, Job, my bad. That's all right. Hey, I was agreeing with what you were saying about them running the ball, and I didn't get it. The hugest part in the game to me where it was just gone was you have first and goal at the four-yard line, and you pass it three times. You're going to go for it on fourth down. You're telling me four runs, you're not going to get a yard each mm-hmm. run? It's, that would have, They would have been within one score if they scored a touchdown right there. Why do you pass three times there? Yeah, it's it's a very good question, Job, and I think that part of it kind of goes back to what we were talking about a minute ago, that maybe they just felt that up front at the point of attack that they did not feel like they could get, especially in short yardage area, you don't have to worry about somebody running behind yeah. you, yeah. that it's a, it is a little harder to run the ball in those short spaces, but I would have liked to have seen at least one attempt, because everybody in the building knew that Matt Stafford was going to throw those passes. Trav, you know what's uh, what's going to be great here because we we had a caller calling earlier about the well, who have they really beat so far? And he's mentioning okay, Tampa was an impressive win, mm-hmm. but you had two really good tests at right at SoFi, right? Arizona sitting at eight and one. Mm-hmm. Tennessee was a good test yesterday, um, and you lost both of those games. This is kind of the beauty of their schedule. Three of their next four games really tough. Yes. Right. And, and when I say really tough, listen, the San Francisco 49ers, nobody's sitting back and saying they're the best team in the NFL. Uh, but you're at San Francisco. That, that's that's not going to be a walk in the park. You assume Aaron Rodgers is going to be playing in week 12. That yes. game is going to be at Green Bay. You got one against Jacksonville right after that. You're at Arizona. So these tests that, you know, you, you kind of went through. You got through the first half of the season. You're you're nine and two, and I say first half because you can have seventeen games. You're seven and two. You got some really tough matchups coming up, and I think they've been so far as good as they've been. They've also had the um, they've also had a schedule that I think has been favorable, but they've taken care of business. So we'll, we'll see if this is a team that's the team in the NFC to reckon with, or maybe there's still a lot a lot more work to do. 
All right, so the Rams are seven and two. The Lakers are five and five. So if we feel the way we do about seven and two, how do we feel about can five I, and can five? Can I tell you my last three sports games that I watched? <laughs> it was Lakers Thunder. Whoops. Lakers Portland. Whoops. And Rams Tennessee. Yeah, you should turn off your TV for a while. You should. And we got you a game tonight. A we got yeah, a game we'll tonight. We'll see how too. that goes tonight against the Charlotte uh, Hornets. That's all coming up next. It's Travis Lee, seven ten ESPN. 10 seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing? Your relationships, your skills, your customer base. How about businesses on Shopify? (laughs) Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash network, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash network now to grow your business. No matter what stage you're in, shopify.com slash network. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight. S-A-V-E. Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. I meant to give you uh, a hard time about this sooner than later, Al. I can't believe it took me nearly a half an hour to remember this, but Mm -hmm. you... You got in and out of work on Friday, and I was you and I were chatting both on the air and off the air. Like, so what do you got going this weekend? Like, what are you doing? You're like, yeah, I'm gonna go out to dinner with my with my lady, and I'm gonna go. You know, I got a game on Saturday night. Thinking about coming to the Rams on Sunday. You know, like low key sneaky. It was your birthday on Friday, and you didn't know. You don't even tell anybody. You just come in and out like it never even happened. That's the sort of guy you are. Like a ninja, bro. Like a ninja. <laughs> just got in. Uh, nothing was mentioned. We were good to go. By the time I was driving away, I'm like, that was I did it as easy as can be. As easy as can be. Why do you guys hate birthdays? It's we don't so fun. Thing. But I, here's I, the thing. Yeah, Emily, let me just say this. Um, in life, you have listen. My phone has plenty of text messages I got. People who reached out. In life, you have people that you know care about you. And I thought Travis cared about me. <laughs> Very clearly, he does not. Very clearly, he does not. Well, so I, I mean, what, what am I going to do? I I, I I will say this. I'm, I'm awful at birthdays, by I, the way. I've awful. always liked you, I, mm-hmm. and and I like you more the more I get to know you. But you took a big step in the right direction that you no showed your birthday, no. never mentioned it, made me feel very very fondly towards you. I like that about you a great deal. Yeah, that's a that's a no brainer, bro. That's a no brainer. <laughs> like the people that listen, God bless them if you do this. That's okay. But the ones walking in telling everyone, "Hey, it's my birthday." It's like, hey, okay, it's now, my- now, what do I do? What do I do with that? <laughs> yeah, what, what, now do I have to go get you a cupcake? It's not go even got to go get you a like, cupcake. I- it's like I have to now say happy birthday after you told me it's your <laughs> yeah. birthday. That's after, the- and, and, and I don't really mean it because I really didn't know it was your birthday in the first place. That, <laughs> I that's, feel like uh, there are some people that are raised in birthday families and people that are raised not in birthday families. I have been raised in a birthday family where my entire family cares about our birthdays, and I feel like there's it's just something that people how people are. I think it's just interesting. Birthdays are cool when you're a kid. That's that's fun. Like you get a birthday party, invite your friends, you get presents and all that. That's fun. Like there are milestone birthdays. 16 is a big deal. 18 is a big deal. 21 is a big deal. Mm-hmm. After that, let's just all take it easy. 
Let's just everybody add once you once you've hit your twenty second birthday and beyond. Like if you get to a hundred, we'll put some candles on a cake and we'll do the thing. But beyond that, let's just keep it moving. I yeah, I, right. I I could see you taking birthdays to the next level too. It's like, <laughs> hey, uh, I'm about to turn thirty, and it's like, yeah, sounds good. Um, so here's what we're doing. You know, it's like I could see you just uh, yeah, turn the page. Let's move on. Which I'm, by the way, I'm the kind of the same way on that one. ESPN Radio is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. All guests appear via the Goodyear hotline. Um, it's funny how we were talking about the Lakers on Saturday night, and mm-hmm. what is there to say other than they got hammered, they got blown out, AD left, he had a, a stomach ailment, LeBron didn't play, the yep. Russ was terrible. They were what was it? They were down by thirty three. Was it at one point? 34. 34, 34 at one point. Excuse me, on Saturday night. Mm-hmm. Short them their point. Seven thirty tip. <laughs> It uh, so far through ten games, it yeah. is a big bag of that doesn't look right. So the game on Saturday, um, and and that's ten games in. So now Lakers are sitting at five and five. So this is you know they're sitting at five hundred, which by the way is probably right on track. Um, ESPN does their every Monday they come out with their new power rankings. I mm-hmm. remember, I think it was maybe a week ago, two weeks ago, that I was. Like what the? Hell? Why would you have them at eight or wherever they had them? I'm like, this doesn't make any sense. The Lakers are obviously falling back as they should. This is, you know, where they're sitting today, five and five. I- I'm going to say this, Trav, and I know as the show progresses, we're going to spend a lot of time on the Lakers, and we'll get, we'll take listeners, and we'll take callers, and everything else. Um, I I I can't really tell you what the team is going to be 60 days from now. So I think before the season started, you and I would spend some time on this and saying, okay, we know it's going to be a lot better. We know this is before the season started. Okay, they're they're going to be a good team. They'll be right in the mix in the Western Conference. I think right now it is. Let, let me if if I'm going to give the Lakers some slack here, this is where I'm going to give them slack on. Okay, LeBron's missed four of the first 10 games. And let's say there's a good chance he won't be back this week. And if he's not back this week, you have Charlotte tonight, Miami on Wednesday, Minnesota on Friday, the Spurs on Sunday, and then actually a week from today you have a game as well against Chicago Bulls. you got five games coming up in seven or eight days, whatever that is. Busy week. So we'll, we'll see if LeBron you know, makes his way back or not. Who would have thought that Talon Horn Tucker and Kendrick Nunn, two young players, and the Lakers in many of these games are getting beat by young, athletic, um, fast, up-tempo teams in the NBA, how bad you need those two guys to come back as soon as possible, especially the THT part for me. And I know that's not a – you never want to put a lot on a 20-year-old shoulders, but they need him, like, to be honest with you. They need a player like Talon Horn Tucker. Anthony Davis, to start off the season, bruises and aches and pains again. You know, honestly, like every single game, it seems like there's something that's happening with Anthony Davis. It could be the thumb. It could be the knee. It could be um, Coach was saying he threw up four times before the game started, got into the game, played seven minutes, and then he was out again, probably doing the same thing back in the locker room. There are probably five different things I could list down as excuses, but I will – Make this the foundation of the point. The foundation of the point, they haven't looked good. Um, They haven't played good basketball. They played bad teams with LeBron there as well, and they still didn't look good. So the reality is, do I think that the Lakers, should we be judging them just off these 10 games? I think the product we're seeing today is going to be much different down the road, but they also haven't give us – given us enough ammunition to support them. That, that's been the part I think that's been most frustrating. I think that's it exactly for me, Al, that you look at these 10 games, and you said it. With LeBron, without LeBron, it's looked kind of the same. Not, not exactly, but similar. 
They've played bad teams. Well, they've played in their ten games. They only played two good teams. They played Phoenix and Golden State. The rest of it is somewhere between average to downright bad. In their five and five, and what you said right there, I think, is everything for me. They did not look good. They, they, sometimes you can just look at a team, and I get it. It's ten games. This doesn't translate to April, but you through the first like Matt 10 Stafford games of the season, last night, right? Yeah, exactly. You watch the first ten games of Golden State. You're like, that looks like a pretty good team. Ball moves. Mm-hmm. The, they, they're they're quick. They're athletic. Their style of play. The style of play. Mm-hmm. The pieces fit really well together. They they have the look of a good team. The Lakers haven't had the look of a good team at all. And for, for any point, maybe a little pocket here or there, but there has never been a, a, a game at the end of the night say, you know what, that looks like a pretty good team. They've won some games, but that's the part that has me concerned is that even when LeBron is there, they don't have the look of a team that's really sharp and really good. Can they figure it out? Sure they can. But they're starting in a place that's far further behind than I ever thought mm-hmm. it was going to be. They're, they're just not a good team right now. They don't look like a good team. Even if the record is mediocre, the eye test is less than that. So let, let's do this. at When we're done with Ashley, 1055-ish, I want to I wanna get into Russell Westbrook because there were a lot of phone calls I was getting in the postgame show. Russ had a bad night on uh, on Saturday night. There's no yeah. way of kind of hiding that one. He was one of 13 from the field, six turnovers. Um, he had a bad night. Dwight, I thought, had some interesting comments about the Lakers' effort. So we can do all that coming up at uh, 10.55. Uh, but coming up next, uh, we'll do some ass sleep. Stay right here. Travis and Sleeva Show, 710 ESPN. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. So, Al, now that you came to SoFi yesterday and yep. saw the people asking about Asksley, are you are you a full believer now? Are you fully in? Because people, you were standing there when they were like, hey, where's Slee? Where's Asksley? They wanted to meet you. Yeah, I I, uh, I just follow your lead. You have sold the hell out of Ashley and made it interesting. So this is it's more actually a credit to you. <laughs> interesting. That it was is. The, that was the 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 best shade you've thrown at a very long day. You've made it um interesting. <laughs> well no, done. you 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 really have. Like the the fact that. You, I don't know why you like it so much, but it's because you like it is why they like it. I do like it. All right, I'm just so let's kind of start. the middleman. <laughs> You're just here to, <laughs> so you don't get fined. Jason Levine writes, how does Slee care for the Sleemobile? Does he wash it in the driveway? Does he use the terrible gas station car wash? Or does he go to the, rear, the real car wash and tip each person touching his car like a boss? <laughs> okay, so I used to do those, um, and this is not too recent. I used to do those. Okay, you go in those five-minute washes, but you have to go and you got to kind of vacuum oh, you the whole thing yourself. Got to get out yourself. yourself and do it. Got to get out and do it yourself. And then I don't know what it was. I, at a, when when I came back from uh, when I came back, I was in Europe, Middle East, or whatever I was. When I came back, my car was just – it was a joke. Like, I can take it to a car – I could take it to one of those car washes. I better just go right back in line and take it again because it was just awful. Um, <laughs> the easiest thing to do, the smartest thing to do, just go to one of those car washes. You got somebody. They're probably going to charge you 25 bucks If you really want, like, a really good wash, they'll obviously do that as well. 
but you just sit back, listen to your AirPods, whatever you got on your phone, and just uh, call it a day. So that's the, the way to do it. That That is the way to do it. The problem is the very, very aggressive upsell that comes along with it. Like, I just mm-hmm. want a regular wash. I want the yeah. interior vacuum. No air freshener. Yeah, but no, I, I, how, I like how, about, how about a hand wax in the back? It's only an extra 186 bucks. No, no listen. I, just, I want the $25 wash. Let's do I that. like those. I like those because <laughs> when they come at me with it, then I kind of give, you know, I, I, I rifle right back and say, no, that's that's great. I, that sounds like a good one. I'm still going to stay with the twenty five ninety nine super wash, as you call it. And then he fires back. Okay, but what about the rims? You know, you got to get the rims all shiny and everything else. You don't want to take good care else. of your tires? You know, mm-hmm. if you don't put the stuff on it, they're going to crack. They're going to, you know, if you don't do that, it's going to ruin your paint. Like, buddy, please. Well, I do come in. I do come in like I'm not going to get upsold. I probably spend another ten fifteen dollars. I didn't know. <laughs> right. Let's get Here's... the headlights going. <laughs> yeah, give me the foam. Here's John. He says, "Who's the bigger monster in my neighborhood?" Dean, who had a garage sale Friday through Sunday for four straight weeks. My goodness. Or James, who already has his Christmas lights and decorations up. Oh, the garage sale guy. For sure. You kidding me? You got to have every weekend you're going out to just go take a nice walk and people driving through there like it's the 110 freeway? No, thank you. No, thank you. Get the Christmas lights on. Christmas lights could come on in June is better than a four-week garage sale. Well, here's the thing. This is the first time ever that as we're reading it, one of the options we both have said went, oh, my gosh, that sounds terrible. (laughs) Yeah, no, this is why we have HOAs, right? This is why we don't let our neighbors have four-week garage sales. uh, do, do you, you know, find yourself on a Saturday ever just driving around? You're like, you know what? Let me stop by here real quick. Let's see what they got. It has never happened in my entire life. I have never. I, I'm not like morally opposed to them. I'm just. I'm in my car. I'm not looking to buy your old gym shorts. I'm good. I don't need the lamp that your grandmother gave you from 1968. I don't. I don't need that. So I'm just gonna. Sometimes uh, you can find some gems, guys. I'm find sure some gems can. in there. Find some gems. <laughs> but in the there. hard part is, is no one has cash anymore. So you're like, oh, I want this thing, and then you're like, oh, well, it's cash. You're like, oh, well, sorry, I'm not gonna buy it now. <laughs> no, I'm. I'm not uh, going to run. Babe, I got a mini fridge and a bookshelf. <laughs> yeah, Rick was selling it down the street, so we're, we're set. Do you live in a dorm, a mini fridge, and a bookshelf? <laughs> what you, anyway, let's go to uh, Dave. He says, do you and Lady Slee wear matching pajamas for Christmas morning? Uh, no. Yeah, you we do start. not do that. You yeah, we do say, not do that. You don't have to be like pajamas, like with the feet mm-hmm. and all that, but just get yep. like matching T-shirts for sure. You get like ho 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 with oh, Santa 100%. drinking a cup no, of coffee. I'm, I'm writing this down right now. It's a great idea. Great this idea. Is, see, this is my favorite in Ashley, where you just get very, very like, no, I'm not doing that. I'm not participating. <laughs> we're not going to put any. We're not going to plant any seeds to any ideas along the way. Funny thing this, is, she probably would be down to do that. Um, but that's not happening. It's just not All right. Happening. Ryan in La Jolla. When Slee meets one of Lady Slee's friends for the first time and they say, we've heard a lot about you, do you respond with, hope only the good stuff? Hashtag ask Slee. Uh, that's good. <laughs> that's a good question. I think I probably lean more towards, oh, uh, that's cool. Okay. Awesome. So where are you guys, where are you guys from? Let's <laughs> No, you got to put it back on him. So you got to quick shift the attention. Quick. You, you say, "Oh, really? Like what?" And then because they, they, it's one of those throwaway things that people say. <laughs> they don't have but, a response back. But, that's good. Well, they just that you're a really nice guy. Oh, that's fascinating. I'm glad that she's uh, selling it that. She well. or just lists all things you know about them. I'm like, <laughs> yeah. oh, here's these things that I know about you. That would be a very short conversation in the uh, Travis realm. <laughs> nice to meet you. Oh yeah, we've heard a lot about you. Oh, that's great. I. Uh, what's your name again? 
<laughs> That's how this would, would go for me. Where's All the right, restroom? Uh, <laughs> Francis says, Slee, are you brush your teeth in the restroom guy, work restroom guy, hashtag ask Slee? Yes, I am that guy. Me too? Yeah, I am. Okay, here's the thing. And I think we kind of fall along the same line here. But if I have, for example, if I have a uh, uh, a show that you and I are going to do and I got Lakers pre-half and post, blah, 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 I'm I'm all but ready to uh, take my shirt off and shower in the sink, just to get you know keep things fresh a little bit here. So yes, I am brushing my teeth in the. Uh, I am going to brush my teeth. It is definitely. a little odd when you come in and someone's doing that, but I'm I'm as guilty it is as odd. the next guy. One agree, more to go here. I I agree. It is odd, but man, does it not feel like it's when great. you just brush your teeth? I'm like I feel like a new person. I got to restart on the day. Absolutely. Darb yeah. writes. How many times did Slee say? It feels like the earlier time when it was really an hour earlier. Did you drop that on anybody for daylight saving times? Boy, it's three. It sure does feel like four, doesn't it? <laughs> you know what? Daylight saving time. I, I, I didn't. I, I didn't really do anything for it. Right. The only thing. It's like you. Let me try to kind of find the right example. I I complained about it last week when we knew it was going to happen, and then it happened. And it was just like, okay, just go about your day. Yesterday, as example, the Rams game, it was dark at 2.15. <laughs> it's basically dark at 2.15. <laughs> Pretty so. early. Although this morning when the, the alarm went off, that, that one extra hour on the first Monday is oh, pretty nice. nice. Yeah, After it's that, nice. it's just it's dark at 2.15, and it's pretty it, – it's a drag. Ashley, brought to you by Key of Carson. This summer, find your next car or SUV at Key of Carson. Hurry on in to Key of Carson for the best selection off the 405 at the Carson exit. Go to kiaofcarson.com. Okay, let's do this when we come back. 877-710-ESPN. 877-710-ESPN. Lakers got a game coming up against Charlotte tonight, so LaMelo Ball will be in the house. They start the season out 5-5. Five and five. I mentioned I got a lot of calls and a lot of tweets on Saturday night after Lakers loss, and a lot of people going at Russell Westbrook. Westbrook was one of 13. We'll throw it out to Laker fans out there. What do you think of Russell Westbrook so far with the Lake Show, and what do you think of their 5-5 five and five start? We'll do that coming up next. Stay right here. Travis and Sleeva Show, 710 ESPN.